Welcome to Pivotal Decisions Podcast. Thank you for listening, and it's great to have you with us today. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure that you share it with your friends, and that would be great if you were able to do that. I'm your host, Stan Paris, and welcome to Pivotal Decisions. Today is an incredible day. You have joined in this podcast on an incredible day. This is a wonderful opportunity for you because today is a first for Pivotal Decisions. Today, we have, for the first time, a guest on Pivotal Decisions, and I know you are anxious with anticipation of who is the first guest of the Pivotal Decisions podcast. Well, today, I want to welcome to Pivotal Decisions podcast, Mr. Timmy Williamson, the pastor of praise and worship at Franklin Heights Church. Welcome, Timmy, to the Pivotal Decisions podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Longtime listener, first time caller. That is incredible, <laughs> Timmy. I mean, there is no better way to start Pivotal Decisions with guests than to have you on here. And I know that this will cause the listener numbers to skyrocket. <laughs> and so that's why I have you on here. And it's really more for my personal gain in many ways. <laughs> well, uh, at least at least we're starting off honestly. That's good. That is good. <laughs> I, I want to be honest on pivotal decisions. So uh, let's get to know, uh, Timmy. We want to get to know you just a little bit. Now, I know that you call Virginia Beach your home. And so you grew up on at the beach. Yes. Um, and so give us a little story about your journey of how you ended up here in the, the mountains of Virginia. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I kind of jokingly say, but truly say that I keep moving more West in Virginia. So grew up in Virginia beach and, um, grew up in a Christian family was raised in the church. I'm really thankful for that. Um, and as I was looking at college and, you know, what you do beyond high school, I knew um, that the Lord had called me um, to music, and so I started looking at uh, different schools that had Christian music specifically, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later, I think, but um, really that led me to Liberty University and loved my time at Liberty, double majored in theater performance and music and worship, and then actually worked at Liberty in the School of Music for five years, and then during that time, I actually did some interim um, and fill-in work here at Franklin Heights Church, so... Um, uh, the worship pastor at the time, if he was sick or on vacation, sometimes would call me and I filled in. So I got to know the church a little bit and, and the choir and the orchestra. And then um, sure enough, I get a call from Dr. Stan Paris. Uh, would you fill in, you know, for an interim basis? And a couple months later, the rest is kind of history. And it's been, it'll be three years in October. Three years. Yes, sir. That's hard to believe. It is. Three years has already <laughs> gone by. Yeah. And uh, it's been a great journey. And this is important for our topic today because uh, I know just watching you, working with you, that you are very gifted, musically gifted in uh, theater, performance, um, a lot of talent that God has given to you. And that that's a great lead-in to what we want to talk about today that I think will encourage people. It's, it's an extremely important topic that I think a lot of people are wondering about. For sure. And so the question today that we want to talk about is, why did God create you? Hmm. And I believe people are asking this question every single day. Why am I here? 
and what's the point of my life and what's the point of life in general? Absolutely. Uh, I think people are really wondering that. Yeah. And I'm reminded of what Mark Twain said once. He, he said the most important, two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you found, find out why. Hmm. And so why did God create you? That's, that's the question of the day for Pivotal Decisions podcast. And what we want to do, uh, Timmy, is let's, let's maybe start with a big picture, uh, and then we'll narrow this down to a little more personal. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So we'll start kind of on the negative <laughs> here uh, because there, there, there are several myths out there yeah. about why God created human beings. And so point number one today is God did not create you because he was lonely. And I'm sure, Timmy, have you ever heard that? Have you heard people say something yeah. like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard people say that. I, I've heard preachers say that hmm. uh, from the pulpit. That, wow. Um, that God was lonely, and so he created human beings to feel that loneliness. <laughs> um, and so God had created the world. He had created all the animals. And then evidently, they say, God found himself to be lonely, and so he created human beings. Yeah. Isn't that just like us too to um, somehow make it about us it's, right, right off the bat? So I had, a, I had a friend in college, and I was auditioning for um, a musical, and I didn't get in. And I was, I was really bummed about it. And my best friend said to me, and I quote, because I quote this often, Timmy, people don't think about you as much as you think they do. That, <laughs> and I was like, well, yep, that, that's, that's true. That's 100% true. It's 100% true. It's not, it's not about us. Um, there, God does not need us. Right. And yeah. so uh, this idea that God was lonely, mm. I guess it sounds sweet and sentimental. Yeah, yeah. But it's just simply not true. Yeah. I don't think God was sitting around after he created the world and all the animals and plants and trees and thought, you know, I'm bored. <laughs> So let me create some sinful, rebellious humans to fix my loneliness. <laughs> uh, the problem with that, as you have already alluded to, is that God's never been alone. Hmm. He consists of three persons. He's existed eternally in a relationship with the Godhead, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's right. So God's never experienced loneliness, yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, and that leads us to point number two that you you pointed to, that Number two, God did not create you because he needed you. Hmm. We like to be needed, Timmy. Oh, yeah. And we like to feel needed. Yeah. Um, but God did not need us. Many times it's expressed this way. It's You've heard people say that God needed someone to love. Hmm. And so he created human beings because of this need he had to love. And again, that's just simply not true. Um, that God would be in need of anything. He doesn't need creation. He doesn't need me. He doesn't need you. And and like you've said, that that does probably hurt people's feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Attacks God our pride for sure. It does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it goes against the grain of our entire culture that says everything's about you. Yes. When actually the Bible's saying God doesn't need us at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that hurts. Um, and, and some of these things I think are things that we don't necessarily always think about you know, to the root of it. But creation is so important because as we see in God's word, there's a reason it's at the beginning of God's word. Um, and it's so important to know that he is our creator. And for me as a musician, um, it's awesome to know that our creator created us in his image. 
Um, and because of that, we want to create. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want, you know, we're made in his likeness um, and we reflect him when we, when we sing, when we play instruments. Um, yeah. So it, it's just, it's neat to see the way, you know, God knows us better than we know ourselves. He um, does. He does. He does. And it, it, it reminds me of uh, Paul in the book of Acts when he was at a place called Mars Hill and he, he was standing before a bunch of skeptics and he was, he stood up and gave a speech and, and he says to them in Acts 17 that the God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life, breath, and everything. Paul stands before, it's interesting, he's standing before a bunch of skeptics that uh, are worshiping all kinds of false gods. And one of the first things he tells them is that there is a creator mm-hmm. who created all things, including yeah. you, but he didn't need you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important, I think, for our culture today to hear that. He yeah. does, God does not need us. Yes. That is not why he created us. Yeah. Yeah. There, um, one of my mentors, and he was the dean of the School of Music, um, Dr. Vernon Whaley, he wrote a book called Called to Worship from the Dawn of Creation to the Final Amen. And uh, he writes in that, I'll quote him here. Uh, God created out of an act of free will. Nothing in the universe commanded, go create. No hidden agenda or motive drove him to do his work. He did not construct the cosmos to stroke his ego or meet an inner need to become more God or more powerful. God is complete in and of himself. Yeah. Um, and that, that's so true. And, and it's freeing in, in many ways, you know. Um, I think a lot of times our pride, we you know, our, our sinful nature, we, we want to be working towards something or we want to seem like, man, if I wasn't here, this wouldn't happen. But it, it's freeing to realize, no, God, God always has his church. He always has his man or woman he can use. And it's just a blessing to be a part of it. It is. Um, and that's it freeing, is. whatever our calling is, whether it's being a pastor or, or being, you know, a plumber or working at a restaurant or working in construction or a doctor, nurse, you know, whatever it is, um, we are free to worship God, and it takes a lot of the pressure off. It does, and that's so true, Timmy, because I think that once we move past this false idea that God needs us, that frees us because it reminds us that God created us, and he's behind that creation, yeah. but he's also behind holding it all together now. Yeah. So that that frees us from that responsibility. Yeah, that absolutely. We're not the ones holding this whole thing together. God is. Yeah. And he doesn't need us. He right. He's so powerful, all-powerful, that he's the one that created. He's the one that holds it all together. Yeah, absolutely. So let, let's move along here because we have several more things we want to talk about. And so we, we started kind of negative. <laughs> that, uh, the two kind of two myths that people believe. Uh, God uh, did not create us because he was lonely. Right. And God did not create us because he needed us. So why did he? Yeah. Well, number three, God created you in his image. That's right. And that's really important to understand creation. In verse uh, Genesis 1, verse 27, in the creation account, the, the Bible tells us that God created man in his own image. And in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. The word created is used in that one verse three times. Yeah. I think he's trying to get a point across here. Right. Absolutely. That God's the creator and... Twice he tells us that we are created, humans are created in the image of a holy God. Yeah. That's the point of the creation story, I think, that 
really separates Christianity, hmm. someone who believes in the Bible, yeah. that believes in a creator, yeah. that separates uh, those people from everybody else yeah. to think and really believe that God created and he created human beings in his image. Yeah, absolutely. And and just the fact the word created, it's active. And I love that because, um, you know, when we're growing up in elementary school, we learn our verbs. You know, you have your helping verbs and, and your action verbs. And, and that we, we serve an active God. Um, he's actively um, involved in our lives and wants to speak to us. Um, and I love that. He's a, he's a creator. He's he's an active God. He is. Yeah. And this, this action of him being our creator and creating us in his image, it really tells us something about why he created us. Yeah. Because right after the Bible says there in verse 27 of Genesis 1 that we're created in his image twice, the very next verse in verse 28, the Bible says that he spoke to them. He created humans, mm. and then God spoke to them. Yeah. Now, when God created the world, he didn't speak to the animals, and he didn't speak to anything else in creation. But as soon as he created humans, mm. it says that he spoke to them. That's cool. That's really cool. And that reminds us, that's that's a part of this creation story. Why did God create people? Yeah. God, God desires to be in a relationship with his creation. And he spoke to them, meaning he he's having communion with them. Yeah. He's in fellowship with them. And God didn't need us, but he desires that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. That's why God created us. Yeah. And it's crazy to think about because, I mean, let's just be honest. If you're listening right now, you know yourself. <laughs> right. And, and just to think that creator God um, and, and all of his holiness and, and righteousness um, would would love us. And, and, and desire that relationship is just amazing. It um, is. That's yeah. the that's the beauty of the creation account here of why God created you. We can make it about us, but it, it's even a greater thought. It should it should challenge our hearts and yeah. it should draw us close to God to think that there is this God that created us that wants to be in a relationship with us. Yeah. That's amazing. It is. It is. And and from a, you know, just from an artist standpoint, a musician standpoint, uh, I mentioned a, a second ago that that's why we create. You know, why, what is this desire to have art or to paint, to sculpt? Um, we're created in His image, um, and we create beauty, and that's that's a God given gift in and of itself. Um, you know, you think about some of the like Norman Rockwell, uh, just beautiful paintings. I cannot draw at all, Pastor Stan, not even a little bit. I, it's terrible. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I can, I can color. I can color in the lines, you know. Um, but just to see people's art and music um, and that, using that creative gift is worship unto God. It is. Um, it is. And, yeah. So that's an amazing thought. And that actually leads us into number four, mm. Timmy. Why did God create you? Well, God created you to bring him glory. And that's yeah. exactly what you were talking about. Uh, in Isaiah 43, there's a verse there, a couple of verses, Timmy, that are really powerful verses. Yeah. Kind of s- just stuck in that uh, book of Isaiah. In Isaiah 43, the Bible says, bring my sons from afar. Now, this is God speaking. Bring my sons from afar, my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, mm. whom I formed and made. Yeah. Um, God, as you mentioned earlier, God is an act of God. Here it says that he formed the man from the dust. Everything else he created, he spoke. Yeah, yeah. But for human beings, it says he formed them. Yeah, and there's something really personal about that. 
Um, and we know that as uh, I consider myself a creative man, if you write a song, it might be trash. It might be a terrible song, but if it's your song, it's your baby. Right. You, know, you see that yeah. all the time on these these shows on TV. Somebody they wrote this, and it means a lot to them. Uh, you know, and we feel that way as as creatives. But there is something when you form something with your own hands. There's something very personal about that. It is uh, and very special. It is. It's powerful to think of this truth that God Himself, yeah, Almighty God, formed you. Yes. And he formed you so you could bring him glory. Absolutely. And that really leads into our calling. Mm. Because I do believe that God formed each one of us yeah. in a specific way to bring him glory. And he gives us talents, gifts to do that. Yes. I know, Timmy, when I say calling, that some people think preacher. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The preacher is the only person that has a calling. Right. But I think the Bible teaches us that everybody has a calling. Yes. Um, and sometimes I like to use the word assignment hmm. just to get away from calling. Yeah. Since yeah. people equate that with a pastor. Yes. Yeah. I think every human being has an assignment to yeah. bring glory to God. Absolutely. And he's given them specific gifts to do that. Yes. And, you know, I, I think about um, the runner, Eric Liddell. Um, he said, when I run, I feel God's presence. Um, and that you know, that is when, when you find that thing that God has created you for, and it might look different in different seasons, right? Um, God has gifted you in different ways, but man, you, you know, you are serving God in that way. And like you said, it doesn't have to be necessarily a calling to ministry, but it is ministry through whatever your vocation is through raising a family, uh, your, your peers at school. Um, your calling is obviously to love God and love others. Um, but then within that, what has he gifted you and what do you enjoy doing? Right. Um, right. And how do you use that um, to point people to him and, and bring him glory? Right. We're all to be worshipers of God. Yes. That, that's one. He created us to worship him. And the, but the way we worship him is not just on Sunday morning in church. That's right. It's how we live our life and use our gifts. That's another way to worship God. Yeah. And I think about some of these athletes, uh, Timmy, that they are using their platform hmm. to bring glory to God. Yeah. Now, yeah. I won't get into specific names because I, I, I don't know their lifestyle, sure. but I think some of them are genuine yeah. and God has given them a talent and a gift to use, but they use it, that platform to bring glory to God. That's right. And, and, and we're created to worship. And I think maybe one of the lies we think is, okay, we can worship God on Sunday or with certain things, but not with everything. And, um, that, that same book I referenced, I love this. Um, it's, it's, he's actually quoting, um, um, someone here, but he, says, for a human being, there can be no vacuum of non-worship. One is either submitted to God in the doing of his will and the glorifying of his name, or one is submitted to someone or something else. And that's just the reality. We're created to worship, and we will either worship God or ourselves or something else. That's exactly right. It, it just is. Yeah. I think about our, our personal callings, and we, we don't have time to go into lots of details about yeah. our personal callings. But for me, I was a student at the University of Tennessee uh, some some decades ago, Timmy. <laughs> yeah. And there I experienced what I believe was God's calling on my life, that uh, he called me to be in the ministry. I didn't know exactly what that meant or how it was going to happen, but I can look back and say, you know, I think there God called me yeah. to be in the ministry, and that's, that's why I'm here because that's what God has called me to be, to, to do. That's yeah. my assignment. Yeah. And I know you have an assignment. 
and Absolutely. how God's worked to bring you to yeah. this part, this yeah. point in your life. Uh, yeah, and like you said, it's amazing to look back on how, um, you know, how God directs your path. Uh, you know, singing, music was always a big part of my life. Didn't know exactly what that would look like, um, but thought it would be something with Christian music. And when this opportunity arose, and I don't know how many people know this, but um, Pastor Stan and I met, and, you know, we were talking about it, and he was working with the deacons and, um, you know, search committee, all, all the details um, that go into it. And I remember it came down kind of to the Wednesday where I was supposed to have the yes or no. And Y'all, I'm just going to be honest. I, <laughs> I think I sounded ridiculous. I, it was a wishy-washy, uh, and Stan, in his wisdom, uh, just kind of looked at me, and he's like, yeah, I, think he, I think he was reading between the lines, and he just said, you know what? Why don't you take till Sunday and think through it? Because I, I kind of said no, but half-heartedly said no. I would, it, it was a mess. I'll just be honest. It was a mess. So Sunday came along, and it was really the day before on Saturday where I was stressed about the decision. I'm just going to be honest. When we have yeah. big, big decisions We've in all life, been there. Yeah. yeah. You, you, yeah. Get, you get stressed, and... Two things happened. Somebody from this church texted me or emailed me and uh, just sent me a really sweet prayer. And this person had had done that before, and, and we have a, a really good relationship. But this was, it just felt different. It was very specific, and it specifically was praying, God, I want your will. I want Timmy to be here, but we want your will. So then my mom texted me soon thereafter and said, Hey, Timmy, just make sure this isn't a Jonah situation and you're not running away from what God's calling you to do. Oh, I love your mom. Uh, (laughs) I was like, oh, mom's laying it down. Um, So, uh, you know, I think I wanted to say yes, um, but I I wasn't letting myself say yes. And and there were some things I needed to work through, too. Um, And I I tell you what, I'm so thankful that I've been here. And even even the the parts of your your past where, like, I, I worked largely in admin, like, administration at the School of Music. And um, for five years, I kind of was like, why am I doing this? And man, it has prepared me so well to be able to lead people on the administrative side. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Not anywhere close. But knowing what it takes to do the computer and to, you know, all all those details. uh, Because uh, just in case there's anybody out there who's thinking about worship ministry, which you should. It's awesome. Uh, But um, there's a lot of administrative. And, And here's the thing. Ministry is all about people. Right. Um, and, yeah. and really, that's what life is about. We, we worship God by, by loving him, but also serving people and loving people. Yeah. Um, and when we're doing that from an authentic place, um, it, it brings glory to him. Yeah. And, lo- yeah. and that's what it that's should good. be about. That's real good. Yeah. And, and so I think that's a great segue, Timmy, into our last point that we want to make today. Mm. Um, and number five on this Pivotal Decisions podcast of why did God create you? Yeah. I want to ask a question. We want to ask the question to everybody listening. uh, Are you living out your calling? And you talked about how that this decision is not always easy. What my point being, it's not always easy to discern this. Yes. Sometimes you have a black and white situation where you know for sure. Yeah. That's a no or that's yes. Right. A lot of times it's kind of a gray area. Mm-hmm. You have to really seek God in his direction to know what yeah. he's asking you to do, whether it's to change jobs or to move or whatever it is. It's not always black and white. Right. And so there's a couple of things I, I hope people will hear as they're thinking about, why did God create me? And everybody has an assignment. Everybody has a calling. And it might be you have a job, but your job is just, a path to the calling. That's right. You're there because God wants you there to fulfill your calling in that spot. Yeah. yeah. 
I think one of the big things, Timmy, is that people have to know and make a big effort to be close to God. Yes. There's no way you're going to know your calling, your assignment, if you're not close to God. Absolutely. And that's, um, I heard a pastor say one time, you know, I, I hear people all the time ask me, what is God's will for my life? And usually that's when the pastor says, I don't know what God's will, you know. And he goes, I know what it is. Read God's word and pray. That's and, right. And his yeah. point, his point was, you know, if you're not doing the things you know to do, it, generally God doesn't lay out your life plan in one fell swoop. Right. Usually right. it's, okay, here's the step. Okay, well, we know we're, we're to be in God's word. We're to pray. We're to fellowship with others in the church. That's all directly in God's word. Right. Um, and so, you know, if we're not doing those things, why, why would God tell us the next step? Exactly. He, he can't and even trust us with what he's already told us. I think that it goes back to Genesis one twenty eight when God spoke to them. God wants a relationship with us. Yeah. More than just wanting to give us stuff. And even on our end, more than just wanting God's answer. Yes. Our heart must be, we want it to be close to God. Yeah, that's right. And when we're close to God, that's going to help us understand our assignment. And, and then I think, uh, Timmy, and we'll close here with this, uh, that w- one way to, I think, that's really helpful and discerning, what does God want me to do with my life? Whether it's full-time ministry or it's a secular job, you're fulfilling God's calling that way, whatever it is, what do you enjoy doing? Yeah. I think God has given you a talent, gifts, things you enjoy in life, and he wants you to use those things that you enjoy to bring him glory. Yeah. You don't have to be miserable to be a Christian. You don't. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's okay to enjoy life, enjoy what God has created you to do. There are times where God calls us to do something that we might, it might be miserable. It might be tough. Um, but yeah, he's, he's gifted you with things you love. You know, if you love to speak in front of people, God's probably going to use that in some way. He can. Yeah. And it's not always easy. Yeah. There's hard things. But what do you enjoy doing? And use that to bring glory to God. Yes. And I would encourage everybody to be faithful wherever you are right now. Yeah. Start serving God. Start looking for ways that you can use your talent to bring glory to God wherever you are. And then God is going to grow you and God is going to open doors for you. And you will see why God created you to be on this earth. Absolutely. So welcome again to Pivotal Decisions Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast today, Be sure you share it with your friends. It's great to be with you today. And remember that you make your decisions and your decisions will make you. Thank you, Pastor Timmy. It's been great to have you. The very first guest of the Pivotal Decisions Podcast. An honor. Thank you. It is an honor. Thank you. Have a great day.